Welcome to the Five Color Friends Podcast, Episode 5, It Burns! Uh, <laughs> uh, you're here today with at uh, Fizilla or Fizilla. follow me on Twitter, at Fizilla. Uh, but I'm not doing this by myself, unfortunately, hashtag Twitterless Frank and Sean Fury couldn't be here tonight, so I've got my good friend here, John... Herakitis. Oh, excellent. I got it. Yes. You can... Twitterless Frank is a great Twitter handle. He doesn't have Twitter. It's legitimately, if you wanted to talk to him, you'd have to hashtag Twitterless Frank, and oh. me or Sean would have to answer. Oh. So he's... he's oh, I thought that was just his Twitter <laughs> handle. No, no, listen. It should be. One day it will be, but right now he's on Twitter. So. <laughs> John, how you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing pretty well tonight. How are you? Good, just, uh, good, Three good. Three good modern tonight. Excellent. Oh, God. And Excellent. what'd you do it with? Oh, burn, of course. Oh, oh, so, so good. So good. Alright, so basically, yeah, we're doing something different tonight. Usually we bring you some um, some updated, uh, what are they called? Results, that's what they're called. Uh, updated results. We're going to talk about that embarrassing finish. It's not embarrassing. Uh, what was it? Syracuse? SCG Syracuse? Oh, um, it was... Or New York? Or uh, who, uh, who was it? I'm trying to figure out. It was Wurza versus Burn. Yes, it was Wurza versus yeah, Burn. Um, I'm trying to remember who the players were because I feel like I should know that. Ah, oh, man. We'll look it up. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that too, but... To this episode, I believe it's episode five, whatever it is, it is all about burn all all night long. All burn? All, all the time. <laughs> you ever watch the show Death Clock? It was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like a metal, like anime type thing? Yeah. I will never forget. I don't know why this sticks with me. I watched one episode. The guy was peeing in the Amazon or something like that. By the way, this is not a family-friendly podcast, so you can <laughs> say whatever you want. Uh, but he was peeing in the Amazon on a ramp, and I remember they were like, don't pee in it, because the things will sh- swim up your pee. Oh, God, and I've heard and, horror stories about that. Yeah, and, but the character just started, he has a lisp, and he just started going, it burns, it burns. <laughs> and that's where I got that from. I remember, uh, speaking of that, I remember one day I was uh, I was off work, and then my grandmother was watching Good Morning America, and she's like, oh, Yanni, it's what my, my family called me, oh, Yanni, did you hear about this is the, uh, the Amazon and the things swimming up the pee stream. I'm like, grandmother, what are you watching? Why is, wait, why is this on Good Morning America? <laughs> That's what happens when you run out of content. Yeah, right? It's it probably during the Obama administration when they didn't have a bunch of stuff to, you know. Oh, God, yeah. Nothing, <laughs> nothing crazy to report. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, so we're going to talk about Burn. Uh, real quick, we are, actually, this is our first on-location podcast, and I hate that I'm doing it by myself, but guess what? We're here at the comic book store in Glassboro, New Jersey. That's 30 North Main Street in Glassboro, New Jersey. They are wonderful enough to let me do this here. Um, John's about to take off to the Bahamas, where he said he's gonna, you know, sell his Alpha and Beta stuff and just live there for the rest of his life. Clearly, yeah. We're putting putting this in offshore accounts. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Uh, far, far offshore. Um, it's not that far. It's only like an hour off the Florida coast. Oh, well. Maybe, maybe two. Maybe you, two. That's how well-traveled I am. <laughs> I've well, been to Pittsburgh once. I mean, I figured it out when I'm like, oh, wait, it's only like a two-hour flight. What happened? Here? There you go. Oh, man, now I want to go back to Disney World. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're talking about Burn today. Uh, so, first, let's start with the deck list. We don't have to go through every single card. Burn is... It's always there, right? It's always the... Yeah. It's old reliable, I think my yeah. Twitterless Frank yeah. usually calls that's, it. Um, that's, that's pretty accurate. Um, yeah. In unknown metas, it tends to be very, very good. Yeah. Which is why uh, after the Stoneforge Stone got unbanned, you saw it get second. 
Exactly. Like, it's... You can just play Burn. Yeah. And people are going to mess around with Stone Forge. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I got Batter Skull. Batter Skull, dude. Yeah, Batter Skull <laughs> comes out on turn five, dog. Yeah. yeah I'm going to Searing Blaze your... Uh, I'm going to Searing Blaze your uh, Stone Forge. Yeah. And, and you're going to have some problems. Better. You know what's even better? When they go to... Uh, when they actually get the... When they get it down... And they're like, all right, here comes a 4-4 lifelinker, and you skull crack them for the last bit of damage. Are you sure about that? <laughs> so good. Um, unfortunately, I've only had that luck on Mitgo, and not so much in real life. <laughs> uh, no, that's all right. That's all right. The, time, the time comes. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah. So, right now, the deck list, as it stands right now, John, what is your deck list consist of? So, my deck list is, uh, it's going through some small changes since Hogak. Okay. Um, so the creature package is always pretty standard, but um, which is Eidolon, yeah, Swiss Spear, four, four Goblin Eyes, four Eidolons, four Swiss Spears. Um, but I'm actually running uh, one of Lavamancer in the main deck. Okay. Um, because I thought for a little bit that with Hogak going away, um, Grim Lavamancer could finally see some uses again. Uh, really, Less really, graveyard really, hate. Yeah, really, really important card against a lot of go wide decks. Yeah. Um, and with the changeling from Modern Horizons. Um, Automate, yeah. No, 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 the uh, the two mana one that's Athalia essentially. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, yeah. And with people starting to play elementals in modern a little bit, I've seen it. <laughs> believe it or not, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've found um, the four color play, the yeah. four color elemental deck yeah. showed up at SCG. Yeah. And it was it was um, decent until it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyhow, uh, Unsettled Mariners the card name. That's uh, it. I'm pretty scared of that card. Yeah. Um, so Grimlock, it can enable so many. Um, so many tribal decks that aren't like huge. Yeah. To actually, hey, it's pretty good now. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I have uh, Lava Mancer in there. Um, the spell suite's always usually pretty standard for Lava Spikes, for Lightning Bolts, for Boros Charms, for Lightning Helix, yep. for Searing Blaze, for Earth Bolt, a uh, couple of Skewer the Critics. Right now I'm on two. Um, okay. And one Skullcrack. Uh, one Skullcrack. Yeah, like having the one Skullcrack, that could go up to two with, yeah. you know. A bunch of batter skulls running around. You're not always going to be able to deal with the, with the, um, with the stone forge. Yeah, the, my problem with searing blaze is I've reluctantly put four of in my main board. I, I just I hate how situational it is because when I tell you that I I rarely see three land. I so rarely That's a see. Problem. I know, and I because right now I'm on I'm on the burn suite before Sunbake Canyon came out. Oh So yeah. I'm on seventeen land. Oh. And at one point, I was running four of shard volleys. Seventeen. You're a madman. Yeah. Right. And don't let's not talk about my basic planes. We're anyway, not, yeah, we're not going to. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Exactly. Exactly. No um, but yeah. So like, and that's and that's the typical one. So you're. So burn is completely off of light of the stage. That I I haven't liked it. So I tried it out at first. I was like, this card's got some pretty good uses. Yeah. I play with it more. I'm like, this card has some okay uses. This card's not very good. Yeah. I don't even want this in my burn box. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, so when I, I've been playing it, I've been either running into more light up the stages, which is okay, I guess. But when you hit a light up the stage to a light up the stage, and then you see no land and you're sitting there with two land, it's feel bad. Or when you reveal the, uh, the Rift Bolt. The Rift Bolt is the oh, worst. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, it's just, the absolute just, worst. Yeah, just, and it's just like, yep, that's going to stay exiled. Yeah, it's it's an off one. Um, it's pretty rough. So my land suite is uh, is pretty similar to, to standard. Uh, I'm running four bloodstained mires, uh, okay. three wooded foothills. Okay. Uh, so only on seven fetches, uh, with four searing blazes. Unsure if that's correct or incorrect at this point. 
Um, it's been doing fine for me. Yeah. Um, it just means that against creature matchups, you have to be a little bit more careful about if you're actually going to fetch your second land. Sometimes you might just sit there and be like, okay, I'll just leave this yeah. This uh, fetch land uncracked. Yeah. And you can either try to bluff a Searing Blaze or actually Searing Blaze. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like With Burn, what I really like is the redundancy of the, the three three to the face. Yep. So you don't necessarily, you're not looking for all these options. It's not a toolbox. No. It is you are looking for a bolt and you are looking to make that bolt as cheap as possible, whether it be Rift Bolt, whether yep. it be Spectacle with Skier the Critics, mm-hmm. like you are just trying to get that three damage across as many yep. times as possible. And I think the reason why uh, Searing Blaze is so good is because it's the most flexible card that Burn has in a lot of matchups, mostly because when it comes to Burn and playing against creature based matchups, you are using your way to win the game as spot removal, and which that's is terrible. very very bad. Yeah. It's not bad as in you shouldn't do it. No, you should absolutely do it if you need Which to. is one of my problems, yes. yes. <laughs> you know, like, sometimes you can just lose the game if you don't bolt the bird. Yeah. Like, you have to take stock of your hand and whatnot and make that determination. Yeah. Searing Blaze is so good because it takes care of the problem and also deals three damage. It also advances your game plan. Exactly. Um, and I think it's the mark of a really, really good burn player is when to use your spells as spot removal and when to put your spells to the face. Exactly, yeah. And that's one of my biggest problems. That, and I've told you is... I have, this, I, have, I have this weird thing where I know that I can play defensively with Burn when I should play defensively with Burn, and I ju- it doesn't click. It just doesn't do it. It takes a, and it takes a lot of time. I'm, I'm staring at a Rift Bolt that's coming off Suspend, and my opponent, let's say, has like the Swift Spear or the, the Guide, and I'm like, that's only two damage. That's only one damage. Maybe this, two. This sounds very familiar. Yeah, exactly. Me and it's John have gone like head we, to head. It's almost as like we had that game happen on Friday. Yeah, and then ex- and then what do I do? I look, I think really hard. My brain hurts, and I go, okay, to the face. Yep. And then I, and then I, I go, oh, sweet. Yeah, and then he goes, Excellent. bam, 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 dead. Um, but yeah, so it's just, and that's the thing. And like you said, and something that I didn't know about Searing Blazes, I learned a lot of uh, rules interactions on mm-hmm. Magic Secure Tribal. Yeah, like yep. I didn't. As soon as I play, I was like, oh man, and then that's gonna happen. And no. It, Three damage, well, three damage, he sacked it, and then three damage to the face. Yep, and it's so, like, all right, cool, sweet. Yeah. And then, like, your goblin guy can attack now. Exactly. Instead of getting stonewalled. Exactly. It's a huge life swing. And that's the last thing you want to do is swing into a blocker with goblin guide oh, against no. amulet titan. It's so bad. Like, yeah, here's so another land bad. for you without it no damage. It feels awful. So the second half of my uh, my land base, um, so we have the seven fetches, mm-hmm. four inspiring advantage, that card is gas. Uh, yes. And the mirror, it is excellent. Yeah. Um, two Sacred Foundries, you don't really need them that much anymore because Sunbait Canyon is four more white sources. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, sure, you can crack them away. And also, if you need them, like, they're extremely useful. Yeah. Um, I'm only I'm running uh, three mountains as well. Um, okay. And only four Sunbait Canyons as, like, when it comes to uh, canopy lands. Um, a lot of players have discussed whether or not six is the proper amount, running, like, two Fiery Islet. Oh, yeah. Because I've seen a lot of There one-offs. is absolute merit to running six of them. I think the consensus is that six is close to the right amount. Uh, so Definitely between four and six. I think eight's a little bit too much. And if you um, look at it, too, like I feel like there's... Yeah, eight might be a little too much, but somebody should sit down and do the math because if you're... I think you're, they have. I just don't think... That we have I want to see. I want to see. I want to see, see, well. see on paper. Yeah, because really? if you're thinking about it, like math. turn one for me is always fetch shock. 
Yep. Because I want my white source. I want it open because I have something in my hand that's going to hit. Yep. So it's like, what's the difference between that and just dropping that and for the next three turns tapping and dealing a damage to myself? Well, if you've got a Searing Blaze in your hand, you're probably just going to play the land that you don't have to crack. That's true. I just be like, okay, I'll play my mountain on turn one. Yeah, you know? exactly. I so I'll swing with a goblin. I could be playing goblins. It's not that much <laughs> different from burn, but you know they've got uh, the best burn spell. They've got a better burn spell than we do. That that's true. Oh, what I wouldn't give to to switch out the creature package is just all goblins. Uh, that would be, be so terrible. Bad. Can we try to play, you're trying to play the uh, the exalted goblin? The, hey, the zero listen. one with exalted. I'm gonna tell you about my wizard. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about the wizard burn deck I built on MTG. Yeah, actually, yeah, that, that's, I, that's actually pretty. I've been having a lot of fun, and I haven't even tried Dreadhorde Arcanist yet because he's fourteen dollars online when he's eight dollars in paper. Ugh. So listen, but, all you gotta do is buy him in paper and just jam him in your CD drive. You yeah, know, it's fine. You, use hey. a, you ever use a, oh, you use I a do scanner? have a CD drive. You use a scanner at home, you know, just plop it on your um on your type, on type your fax or your scanner. Uh, this is a Dreadhorde Arcanist. This, this is a Dreadhorde Arcanist. Just, just letting you know. Are you gonna play it? I'm. Mashing it on my screen, but it's not working. Yeah, I, listen, it's a lot slower, the Wizard Burn deck, but I feel like I'm getting more interaction. There's so much burn. So and, much burn. Yeah, like, because Wizard Lightning is just awesome. And then, like, you're also playing, like, Delver of Secrets, which is a Lightning Bolt every Exactly. Time. Like, it's just, ah, uh, and then you, you uh, could get away with more fire. You, you, ever play, you ever play Vendillion Click in that deck? That's kind of nasty, too. No, I didn't. I'll flash in my, I'll flash in a bolt at the end of the turn. Oh. I'll put a useless spell on the, in front of my hand on the bottom and draw a new card. Oh, or geez. I'll take a good spell of yours and put it on the bottom. I don't even want to know how much Click is. Like, oh, no. All I know is ain't nobody fucking with my click. <laughs> now I got a I'm question sorry. about your land base. Yeah, sure. So, and I do the same thing because right now I'm on, I think two. I'm on two sacred foundries. Mm -hmm. I'm on. Wow, I have way too. I'm thinking now. I have way too many fetches. I'm on four basics, so I've got one planes, three four, oh, three four. About that. How many yeah. fetches are you on? Uh, I think I'm on eight or nine because That's I have I have aired maces yeah. to fetch the planes if I need to. Although the planes is there just for the ghost quarters and the. I'll say this. Um, I don't think that planes is where you want to be currently. Um, I don't. To be quite honest, I don't think planes is ever where you want to be. No, no. I have to be honest with you. It, it is a feel um, bad in the opening game. In this just... particular uh, meta, uh, if you notice, a lot of the. A lot of the good decks are running a bunch of snow covered basics. Yeah. So Blood Moon is like not very good in this meta at all. Yeah. Like you're not punishing too many decks with it. Yeah. So it's not often where you're going to play against a Blood Moon deck. Like most decks that are playing Blood Moon are mostly playing it in the main deck now. Yeah. You know, like you might come up against Prison or Ponza. I think the other thing is like my play style is like my first fetch will always be for my Sacred Foundry. My second fetches and on tend to be for my mountains. Sometimes which is... you should be reversing that. I know, and it's, but that's the thing. Like I, there's like not, with, there's not, there's not a bunch of scenarios where you're like, oh yes, I want to reverse it this way. Yeah. But for example, I was playing against Death Shadow in my uh, in my third round. Okay. And I went turn one mountain. Such a fun my matchup. Guide. I love that matchup so much. <laughs> turn one mountain, play my guide, and then turn two, I went, I'll play my fetch land and pass. Yeah. Like I'm just not going to cast spells, so I'm not going to fetch shock myself to play my guide. Yeah. I'm just going to play my mountain, and then I'll fetch and take one. Um, and play my um, and just get my uh, land tapped. Yeah. And sometimes that two life can make a very big difference. It can make the math a little bit trickier for them. Gotcha. Yeah, I, and I think that's like I said. I've I think I've been playing burn for four to six months now, and it's changing. It's yep. especially with modern horizons. Yeah, especially with the canopy lands. I mean, yeah. God, I still remember like when I first started playing burn. That was before. That was before cons came out. 
Yeah. So there was no, I didn't, You didn't have Swiftsphere. No, I didn't have fetch lands. Oh. I was playing twenty land burn, no fetch lands <laughs> because I mono didn't red save Prowlis my money. before Prowlis came along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Essentially, but like I was, and it wasn't saving money at my job because I was like, well, I was young and stupid. I'm yeah. still young and stupid, but you know, I was like, well, I'll never be able to afford Scalding Darns. I'll never be able to afford Aaron Maces. Because yeah. Aaron Maces were insanely high, too, because oh, yeah. they were the only fetch that Burn could play other than Scalding Darn, of course. Yeah. But, like, that was like a $70 fetch, I believe. Yeah. Like, that's insane. I bought them at, I think, 45 and oh, I bought them a month apart because I was like, ugh. Like that, that's my whole that's my whole magic yeah, budget for a month. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That's what I've been doing. You know, I spent, like... Five hundred dollars on foiling out the land base, on burn <laughs> like the fetch lands, and then a couple other cards my buddy had. Uh, be a pretty good deal. So I'm like, okay, I'll do that. Whew, yeah, that's a that's a pretty penny. But th- th- my question was the the fetches to the fetchable lands. Mm-hmm. It's always bugged me that I see these lists. Like right now, you're running seven fetches, right? Seven fetches and five fetchable sources. And five fetchable sources. Is that? Is that just, like I, I've always been on the side of like I, when I used to play goblins like mm-hmm. mono red goblins or my four color goblin brew that I had, it would be ten fetches. Huh? Yeah, I wish you I wish you guys could see the face I'm making. I'm like <laughs> so looking off into space, my eyes are all wide. I'm like four color goblins. The only color that wasn't in it was blue. All the all, I, I had all, I had all the shocks with red. You weren't playing psionic blast. <laughs> no, come on. So I had all the fetches, and so I had ten fetches in the deck, and I had ten. Fetchable lands. The shock lands were all the red shock lands minus steam vents, and my the sideboard was the four colors. So like stony silence. <laughs> so basically the entire deck was goblins. It right, had I'm like just, shared oh, animosity. Like, goblins. Wait, why is he fetching all these non basics? Why is he getting all these non? No big deal. Uh, and that like, was all right, the, a stony silence, huh? Dead serious. If they had hit one of the shocks, because it was only one of each of those shocks. So it was like if they hit, so if they hit one of those shocks in the side game oh, and I need it, yeah, like if they hit my sacred foundry yeah. and I'm hit, I'm like, all right, we're off light, we're off light. But anyway, yeah, like I've always been a fan of keeping the fetchable amount to the fetches, but I guess you're not gonna play all your lands in a game anyway. You so. would hope not. Yeah. Most of the time, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Um, in certain matchups, it's not bad. Actually. Have you have you ever had have you ever gone to fetch when you know you didn't have a fetchable source just to shuffle the deck? Like, um, has that ever happened, or is games just usually tend not to go that long? Uh, games usually tend not to go that long. I've d- well, no, I've done that. Um, I've done that against like Jace the Mind Sculptor. Okay. Um, your opponents, you know, like fate I'll, fate I'll leave that up top. All right, I'll crack my fetch. Yeah. Okay, go get your land. No, I'm not getting land. Yeah. I will pay one life. And I will take the chance that you were trying to mind game me because my deck has more burn spells than it does lands. Yeah. Especially at that point in the game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've you know if there's like things that mess with the top of your deck, I'll like yeah, go you know maybe a nice little shuffle in you know. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to shuffle your deck too you know you're getting yes. you're getting the shit beat out of you and you're like, well at least shuffling my deck makes me it reminds me of a happier time when I thought I could win the game. Yeah. That, nothing nothing is better in a burn deck when you are going into the late game and you just need that last burn spell and you draw yourself an idol onto the Great Rebel and you're like, flip the Yay! table, on tilt, goodbye. I'm talk- playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I do want to talk about that kind of more. Uh, talk about that going into the late game and stuff like that, but uh, I still have to go over my sideboard. Oh, okay. Okay, sideboard. yeah. So and the sideboard's the biggest thing that shifted. Like, oh, yeah. Besides the some big canyons, I mean, like this I mean, thing... God, you have to remember... When Hogak was legal, 
I was, I mean, not just me. A lot of burn decks were playing Leyline of the Void. Well, yeah, that, and I, I can't remember the gentleman's name. He, I think he, he was in the top four of one of the big Hogak summer tournaments. And somebody asked him, like, why are you still playing burn with Hogak where it is? Like, why do you think you're in the top four and all these burn decks didn't? And he's like, look at all the burn lists. I'm the only one that has a four of Leyline of the Void in my sideboard. Absolutely. And that's what it got him through. Rest in peace is too slow. Yep. Um... Relic of Progenitus is too slow and requires mana investment and can be played around. Yep. And Tormod's Crypt, while it's great, it's just we have Prowess Trigger, too. <laughs> um, it can be played around. Like, yeah. You can just play around it. You cannot play around Leyline of the Void. Exactly. And, I mean, like, you know, eventually, as Hogak Summer went on, um, Hogak decks were getting smart, and they were siding in um, Force of Vigors against Burn. Because, yeah. you know, they're like, well, you know, it's too Rest in Peace is too slow, but if they play Leyline of the Void, I'm going to get shut out. Yeah, I was playing in an IQ and I played against uh, Paul Muller, and he was on, um, he was on Hogak, and I mean I shut him out by having Leyline of the Void. Uh, we went to three games. Um, I had Leyline of the Void's game two and three. Game two, it shut him out. Game three, um, he topped back the Force of Vigor after I landed a bridge, and unfortunately, you know, yeah, uh, he was able to destroy the, uh, the Leyline of the Void and the bridge. Ah. I was like, oh, no, it's probably a loss. <laughs> and it gets really, and I mean. To be fair, I don't think I had a shot at winning that game because um, he had a carrying feeder out, and I yeah. drew a leyline of the void. Yeah. So I'm not going to be able to get more uh, less than one card in my hand. So yeah. carrying feeder is going to be able to connect. Yeah. It's just a matter of if he gets me low enough, or somehow by poking me for one, hey, listen. that he can just all right. I'll sack everything to carrying feeder after I swing. This is a, this is a whole other side story, but the only time I've ever beaten Hogak was after looting got banned, mm -hmm. and I was oh. playing uh, Legacy on. Oh uh, God. Yeah. And they were playing the oh first. Oh God, that's such a long time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> such a long time. I haven't beat Hogak in forty years. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, and I beat Hogak because Fire Blast is a card. Fire Blast is a card. <laughs> that needs to be modern legal. Now. No, no, it doesn't. I want it to be, but it doesn't. It's just like, just like Price for Progress. You want it to be legal? Oh, could you imagine? No, that can't. That can't happen. If you remember, Price for Progress is splashable. Right, exactly. So, like, any deck playing a bunch of basics that has red mana in it can just, like, take advantage of it. Like, you could... I don't know if you would ever... You ever would, but, like... Oh. You, know, you, you could see a Jeskai deck play it or something like oh, that. Yeah. Like, I don't think... I don't think they would, but... Yeah. Uh, that red-black mid-range deck would probably love it. They only ever, like, play basics. Yeah. Oh, that'd be crazy. No, that can't happen. So, All right, uh, sideboard. Sideboard <laughs> after Hogak Summer. Uh, like, something like this to bring in two Path to Exile that deals with your Gurmags. Yep. Your, um... Your Death Shadows, your Tarmogoyfs. Tarmogoyfs is a big problem. Yeah. I'd argue that Tarmogoyf and Gurmag Angler are the biggest problem cards to burn. Okay. Um, that are in main decks. Like, you know, obviously Austin and Bailout's a problem. Yeah. Um, but it's a catch-all. Primeval Titan's also a problem, but honestly, you don't win many games even when you path Primeval Titan if you're not killing them right away. But yeah. the two that immediately come to mind are Tarmogoyf and um, Gurmag Angler because they're so big and they come down so early. Yeah. Um... You know, like the Gurmag Angler is so huge in the in the uh, Death Shadow matchup. Yeah. If your opponent lands a turn two Gurmag Angler, like if generally how the Death Shadow matchup goes, if both players are of even skill level yeah. and they both know how to play the matchup, it's generally favored toward the burn player. I'm not sure how favored it is. Yeah. But that's just what I've seen in my in my personal experience and what people have said, and it makes sense. Yeah. When they land a turn two Gurmag Angler, if you cannot answer it right away, you are losing the game. In yeah. almost every scenario. Yeah. It is very, very hard to beat. Could, because you can't, number one, you can't outrace it. Yeah. You're, you're, it's hitting five because, for a and turn. And honestly, most of the time, they're going, Thought Scour, play my Gurmag, I need to fade the answer for one turn. Exactly. So, and if they're, and if they're, it's, 
you are going to your turn two now if you're on the draw. Yeah. You need to have path or double bolt. Exactly. Those are the only cards that will deal with it. Yep. And then, but it also turns on their, uh, what is that? The counter spell when you have power four or greater. Well, um, stubborn enough. Stubborn that's, that's why like you want them tapped out. Exactly. Like if they're doing it on turn two, you need to answer it then, or you're probably not going to answer it. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, I, I like Path to Exile a lot. Uh, playing two Deflecting Bomb right now. Um, I was mainboarding that at one point. It was because Hogak uh, was around. Yeah, yeah. And it was working. Like, yeah. you know, just because nobody ever expects oh, a main no, deck. Cards, cards got some insane uses. Um, any go big, any like go, uh, go wide deck. Yeah. The the way uh, I was looking at it, uh, like pretty decent against those. I was cutting like, at its worst. Yeah. Like you know when you're playing against tribal decks, like sometimes sometimes something just gets super big and you just need to go okay I'll like palm. Yeah. Like a crazy big creature, but most of the time it earns its salt. Um, against that shadow, against yeah. Jund, it's okay. Um, if they have information about it in your <laughs> Grizzle hand, Grizzle Shoal. Well, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, like if you get like Inquisition and they yeah. don't take it, like all right, they're gonna play around it. That's fine. You're gonna yeah. have to use it early and whatever. Yeah. Um, it tends to be pretty good against uh, Scapeshift actually, because yeah, sometimes they just go for the 18 you kill. Yeah. And then it's just essentially another copy of Lightning Helix. Can't yeah. tell you how many times somebody goes, all right, I'll Scapeshift, I'll deal 18 to you. You're at 17. All right, I'll Lightning Helix you. Oh. All right, my turn. You lose. Yeah. Um, and it also happens to be very good versus sometimes they play primetime. Yeah. It's very good against um, uh, Obstinate Bailoth. Yeah. Essentially, it, you know, when they swing with Obstinate Bailoth, it essentially becomes yeah. a skull crack. And that was the thing. Like, I was I was cutting my helixes for the palms because, in a sense, it was, to me, it was the same card when it came to... It wasn't, I, like, it was either dealing three damage and, like, helix, deal three damage, gain three life. Whereas I was more expecting like the bigger like a mm -hmm. Terran two Gurmag Angler, yeah. I wasn't you're not gaining gonna, you're five not life. Kill it. I was you're not preventing kill five. A Gurmag Angler with a Lightning Helix on turn two. No, you're just not gonna. But what I can do is well, prevent that five yeah. and hit him for five. Now, yep. I'm not doing like thinking about it. It's terrible because now they just took five damage. I'm like, watch this Death Shadow go, yeah, and I just yeah, used I my Deflecting Palm. So, oops. Yeah. So that's. But anyway, that that was just my thought process. Like it, it wasn't a gaining of life, but it was preventing me from dying. And that's what I think. I looks a little bit better. Yes. Um, I'm gonna run. Uh, I occasionally run one skull crack. Uh, okay. One skull crack is now uh, one grim lava mancer. Okay. Um, it might go back to a skull crack. Okay. I haven't had too many scenarios where grim lava mancer has like been really really good. The problem is against all this stone, all these stoneforge decks, like skull crack's really good, but grim lava mancer has like applications in those matchups. Yeah. Like, they're generally very weenie-focused and value-focused. So, you know, like, shooting out of their creatures can be pretty relevant at times. Yeah. Um, especially since they're white decks and they're prone to playing Warship. Yeah. Not not Warship. I, I don't I pronounce that card weird sometimes. The White <laughs> Enchantment. Remember the first yeah. time somebody told me about that card? I'm like, there's a card called Warship? Yeah, like Warship. Yeah. yeah. I was like, is it blue? I'm like, why are you playing? It, that's not, is that not a blue card? Like, no. The first time oh, I saw oh, that, that thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. <laughs> Yeah, the first time I played against Warship, I was playing uh, Storm when that was like the popular deck. Yep. And somebody was playing the Gideon Warship deck. Oh. Um, I was like, "This is terrible." Yeah. You, can, yeah. uh, you can always um, bounce it with Echoing uh, Truth. Echoing Truth. Yeah. If you have multiple copies. Yeah. Um, so I'm also running three Smashers Smithereens. Wars is really, really big. Yep. Um, occasionally very, very good against. Uh, well, not occasionally, but it's good. In the times that you play against affinity decks and stuff like that, yeah, the card's always going to be good. And snow decks very, are getting more too. Like, yeah. the astrolabe thing is yeah, it gives you a target. Playing, yeah, it gives you another target if um if they're playing like other um artifacts. Like, 
if it's Skullcracker Bust, it's not like or not Skullcracker Bust. I'm sorry. Um, Batter Skull or Bust. Yeah. In terms of aiming f- uh, your uh, Smash the Smithereens at. Yeah. You know, there's other targets now. So now it's not just like okay, they don't have it. This is dead in my hand. It's okay, they don't have it. Well, I mean, I can at least hit their Astrolabe. So yeah. Nobody's going to disrupt their man. I wouldn't side it in just for Astrolabe. Yeah. But the, those little incremental values that you can get out of cards, I'm really a huge fan of that kind of thing. Yeah, and I feel like the meta, like, there's not a lot of decks that aren't playing some kind of artifact anyway. So, like... That's fair. Yeah, and it's... Like, if, mono I'm, red, if I'm playing... The mono-red decks are playing Dragon's Claw, and you need to have an answer for that. Not only Dragon's Claw, but uh, my buddy who's playing mono-red Prowess right now oh, is um, using... Um, the, the, the Shrine. Artifact, Shrine of Burning Rage. Yeah. yeah. I tried and, that in Burn for a little bit. I which, by the way, much. little fun thing that I didn't know until I asked the judge, you can, even if they tap sack the Shrine of Burning Rage, you can name Shrine of Burning Rage oh, with a absolutely, Viking Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I thought I had to be on the field. No, like, it's just a source. Awesome. It's just a source. Oh, it's like it's how so you, can, um, you can name Emrakul with it. Even though Emrakul's all oh, got... Protection, yeah, because yeah, you're not targeting yeah. anything. Yeah, somebody's got Hexproof, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. So good. So good. I love the fucking pops. The fucking pops are great. I love them. Eight main deck. Let's dip in. <laughs> uh, so I'm also running uh, in Staring Bridge. Yeah, uh, you're one of those. See, so John's one of those people that have what we call money. Listen, <laughs> listen. Remember that job that I said that I uh, the, the I, I didn't save money. Yeah. That's when I got my bridges. Yeah. They're the new version now. I've traded them out over the years. But I, I mean, I got the bridges when they were really, really expensive because I was like, well, wait, I'm emptying my hand anyway. I'll just do this. And sure, the meta was different at the time. Yeah. It was Eldrazi Winter at the time, actually. Ugh. And I mean, you kind of needed that card to compete in Eldrazi Winter. Yeah. I have to be quite honest with you. But um, some of my favorite things to do are just play a bridge, play a Lava Mancer, and just sit back and just shoot away. Yeah. What is your opponent going to do? Exactly. They, if they, they have to answer them both. Exactly. Almost. Like, you're just... Now, if they answer the Grim Lava Mancer, okay, I'll just keep drawing cards and playing lands and stuff like that. Yeah. And if they answer the if they answer the bridge, so long as you've gotten the board to the to a manageable state, we will be fine. Yeah. Um, they ain't attacking with one ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I've also put in uh, two core Firewalkers. Yeah. Uh, with Burn being very very good. Yes. Excellent in the mirror. Uh, with Mono Red being very very good. Excellent card. Yeah. Um, so other, you're, than that, other than that, you're not really playing it in too many other matchups. Would you? So you're definitely more on the core Firewalker than the the Dragon's Claw. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so having a creature is very very good, mostly because, so. Dragon's Claw is better when you're playing against Burn. Yeah. Because you don't have to, you don't it, you don't have to play around Skullcracker. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you're playing core Firewalker against Burn. It's just more decisions you have to make. The less decisions you have to make, the better the game is probably going to go. Yeah. Um, but against Mono Red, it's lights out because they're not playing Skullcrack. Yeah. So you just play, I'll block, I'll block, I'll block. Yeah. You're, you're a Bedlam Reveler? Sure. You have a cl- crash through? No? Yeah. Block. Yeah. I will block. I'll move to combat. I will block. Yeah. They, they <laughs> untap, they draw their card, and I'm already sliding my core Firewalker <laughs> over to their creature. Like, no, 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 that's not getting through. Yeah. Okay. Now, so you're... So your sideboard from what I... Is that... Oh, uh, yeah. no, no, there's, uh, there's three more cards. Okay. Uh, it's one card, but I run three copies. Uh, Exquisite Firecraft, I expected a lot really? of... Really? Yeah, I expected a lot of uh, Callblade-based decks. Okay. Because of Stoneforge Mystic. Yeah. Um, any deck with blue is generally pretty good, because uh, they've got a lot of counter magic and force negations a card now. Yeah. Which I'm actually surprised. I've only seen it once in the uh, the Is It Phoenix deck when Is It Phoenix was yeah, running rampant. Yeah, uh, when I when I had Is It Phoenix, uh, it's gone now, obviously. But um, <laughs> I think I was running two. Okay. Yeah. 
It's a pretty good card. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I like it as... I think it's, like, good for modern. Yeah. It's totally fine. It was um, really weird to see it show up in the Legacy Burn list when I built it. That is... Yeah, that is crazy. It's just but weird, anyway. but, I mean, Force of Will is the yeah. card, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty weird, but it's cool. I really like... Because it hasn't... Everybody thought, oh, this is going to take over modern. It's going to kill modern. It's going to kill modern. You can't put Force of Will in the modern. What are you doing? You can't put Force of Will in the modern. And everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. I think everything's fine in modern. I mean, you know what? I would have actually liked. Aberration. Listen, I would have actually liked Force of Will more just because it cost them that one life. I cannot yep. tell you how many times I've lost with my opponent at one because oh, I just man. can't draw that last yeah. shot. I mean, I was, I was playing against a, a local player um, on Friday actually and I played my second Eidolon so I could helix him yeah uh, so I could like swing for a lethal for I could make a an unfavorable swing for him yeah and he had a uh, he had a core firewalker out actually but it was tapped he had attacked me and uh, so I could helix him and if he wanted to force a negation it he would just die yeah like, it, would, it put him to one or he could counter it and you know die or yeah. he could go to one and I'll gain you know I'll net lose one life yeah, it's like oh, that's fine. Yeah, my that that's one of my yeah. We'll we'll talk about that when we get. Because Firecraft, absolutely a great card. Uh, always a slam dunk against control. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's one. Oh, also. Uh, side note. Um, you know it does kill Batterskull. So there's a Firecraft can target creatures. Yeah. People forget that. Oh yeah. Because I put it had a twenty-four clack, crackling Drake uh, when before yeah. looting got banned. Oh, wow. Draw for turn. So there's a Firecraft target your Drake, and he goes. Oh, I can't counter that. No, you can't. <laughs> Are you telling me that you had some instant sorceries in the graveyard from earlier in the game? Yes. Wow. Yes, I did. This deck's an amazing. It's hard. Deck. It's tough. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes you just have you don't have enough. You know. Uh, yeah, that's that's my list, and I got a couple, you know, cards in my uh, burn box. I call it just a bunch of. Yeah, I've seen just your bird box. Yeah, just, yeah. A, just a bunch of, okay, just in case I'm going to play this card, you know, it's got wear tears, it's got rest in peace in there, it's got stony silence, it's got, it's got the works, it's got uh, arid mesas, just yeah. in case, and it's got a stomping ground in there in case I want to go back. Um, it doesn't have Atarkas commands. Man, I miss Atarkas command. Well, listen, and that that's what I was going because I came in here for an IQ at the comic book shop. Wait, and what? I was playing, uh, what was that, back in June? Okay. Some, or before that, whatever it was. I was actually playing Naya Burn at the time. Okay. The only green in the deck was in the sideboard for the Atarkas commands. So I had a single stomping ground. So I my basics were just mountains, mm -hmm. and I, instead of having, um, I don't even think I was running Inspiring Vantage at the time. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like, even and I was And I was straight up 17 and, lane. And Sunbite Canyon wasn't a thing yet. No, it wasn't. And it was so, like... It was amazing to have a Swiss spear out and play a Targus <laughs> command, like when they go to Helix Me or up something. The jam, like, pump it up. And that's the thing, like they would say something like, you know, and a Targus command's got just got so many words on it. And, oh, I, so and I started reading them all, and I was like, oh, this card, like, this card gets better and better and better and better. You know, and in fact, if I go into my list of Mitko, I think I still have the stomping ground in there, even though I've taken out the green. <laughs> I just that I seems not so great. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting. You should probably it's, make a mental note of that. <laughs> yeah, well, now it's on the podcast. So Excellent. You'll you'll remember in <laughs> editing, I'm sure. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's that's like, oh man, Naya Burn. I really thought I was on something. I was like, this is it, man. This is gonna be. Well, you were onto something. You were just late to the party. Way late to the party. Naya Burn's what, oh. like two or three years old at this point. Yeah. Playing Wild McConnell and stuff like that. Uh, oh. And I was, and I was, I was, I was, play, I was basically playing what Burn is now, except I had the option for green, 
I can't remember if there's anything else in the deck that I was playing that had the green ability, mm -hmm. but it was like people are like, oh, well, I play Skullcrack. Well, why not play Skullcrack with options? You know what I mean? And it's like, no, right, it costs totally, me an extra two life. Totally understandable. And in, in, a, in a different meta, like maybe? But yeah. Because it, a target's command with a Swift Sphere is basically saying, here's oh, this is two spells. Yeah, here's a 3-4. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, it's, it's pretty Yeah, good. it's just... Yeah, it's, it's not bad. I think what you tried to do is you tried to reinvent the wheel. Oh, that, that's you, you right. You didn't know the wheel existed. You tried to invent the wheel. And then you found out the wheel existed, and then you found out you invented a worse version of the wheel. I have, uh, uh, hmm. I have what I call. Why does this wheel have corners? <laughs> I I have what I call superhero syndrome, and I tried to save Burn. I'm wearing a hat right now that says "Make Burn Great Again" yep. as a ironic comment. Jokes on, on you! It's been great. <laughs> yes, it's it, it's apparently always been at minimum decent. Yeah, it's, uh, there's a couple times where it's not been so good. Yeah, so I, I I need to get up on the the actual list because I'm still not running big canyon. I'm not running canyons and stuff like that. Um, real quick, let's talk about the future of Burn here. Throne of Eldraine oh, in no. a month. Oh no! I know one what we're talking about white and uh, deafening silence. So before one we get white. to deafening silence, yes. I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. Before we get to deafening silence, yeah. Um, I'm afraid of any other card that uh, utilizes the food mechanic, because uh, <laughs> if, if any of them actually become a thing <laughs> in modern, I think it's two mana to crack the food, or is it three? I think it's uh, two, two mana gain three life. It's two. That's bothersome. It is bothersome. My main concern is like it's worse like, than a clue token. Yes, it, it's, and that's the thing. Like people, I was like, oh well, clue is it's, it's draw a card. It's, and and again, like I said, how I love cards with like incidental uses. Like, yeah. This card might just like I don't know what card in particular. You know, any card might be like, wow, this is really really good against yeah. this certain deck. I'm going to play this in my main deck or something. Oh, incidentally, this card happens to be good against aggro decks. Yeah. Like, because of the food because of the food token. Yeah. The only thing I like about the food token is that we are going to immediately get a brand new token of it because whoever wins the SCG Invitational is probably going to make that their token. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it'll probably be like a pumpkin or something. Like That'll be great. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> and so It's not going to be me. The, the thing is, with the food token, I was less worried about it because I was like, you know what this means? I can main deck my Skullcracks, because if they're going to... You don't want to main deck that card, though, sometimes. But, like, it's it's good for, like, one or two spots, but, I mean, like, on its... You have to remember something. On its surface, it's it's two mana, three damage. Like, yeah. sure, you could say the same for Lightning Helix, but Lightning Helix gains you three life. Yeah. Uh, Lightning Helix can kill a creature. Skullcrack is much more narrow, so if you're... So it it's, it's in your main deck because of the food tokens. Um, not, not, like, you personally, but, yeah. like, if we have to resort to that... It's We're just in a net. It's not like necessarily in trouble, but it's definitely a net negative for them. Yeah, I'm more concerned about. It's one of the worst they, burn spells because right now they're not through. I don't think they're through complete of spoilers. No, I don't think so. Either. I'm worried about cost reduction going forward because if they like training ground, like mm. I'm pretty sure training ground would reduce that to one, and that would be where it really gets bothersome. Oh, no. And I'm glad oh. training ground is already like a, a forty, fifty dollar card or something like something crazy, but that's where I'm more worried about. But no matter what, I feel completely comfortable in this meta when food tokens come out, whether they become a thing or not. If that they really become a thing with Oko and like all the all the stuff that's coming out, I will gladly, gladly main board my Smash the Smithereens because I feel like every deck in the meta has an artifact target main deck. 
I mean, that'd be that'd be pretty spicy. I mean, if the meta calls for it, the meta calls for exactly. it. Exactly. You know? Especially, especially like your local meta too. Like yeah. Now I, I try never not to meta game for my local meta. Um, I would want to play my deck as I would at any large tournament. Yeah. But sometimes you just kind of have to, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I had to bring in, I had to bring in Grim Lava Mancers when I went to another store because they just all played humans, and I'm like, yeah. all right, well, I, I just. That's why I have the Lava Mancers in the deck. I'm like, oh, listen, I can't just keep losing to humans. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I think the matchup's, I was a little, matchup's a little difficult, even without Lava Mancers. Without yeah. Lava Mancers, it's still winnable, but still very difficult. I'm very so mad. I just had to... What? Yeah, I gotta do something about it. I can't just sit here and lose all the time. So last week, when I probably had the worst week, and I went against two... The two out of three rounds were against Burn. Yep. Uh, last week. The one guy... W- I know he used to play humans, and I sat across him, same sleeves, everything, and I was Pat. like, yes. Pat. Yeah, I and remember I was that. Like, I looked over, I'm like, whoa, wait, I was he's like, playing burn? I was like, game two, I've got my anger of the gods, yep. because I always have a problem with creature decks, including humans. And then you're like, oh, he's playing burn. And then he goes, turn one, mountain, swift spear, and I go, and like, no. Like, I just played this matchup earlier, no. no. Please, no. Oh, it was so terrible. But, at the same time, it worked out. It, you know... I, I took a break for a week, mm-hmm. and yeah, sometimes you gotta reset the mind. Yes, exactly. And, and I don't know if I'm coming back next week or not, but I I just wanna I I, I might try this wizard burn thing because it's, it's just yeah, I, had it. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Friday nights are a little you know Friday nights here at least are a little bit yeah. less competitive. So it's like the only came time on I've, Monday, then it's like all right, you gotta you gotta the, put the big boy pants on. Gotta try, you know. The only time I've three would F and M is with eight men. <laughs> I mean, that deck catches people by surprise. Yeah, it's just... That deck can go fun. very wide, very fast. Yeah. And you deal a lot of damage. My right. only win last time I came here... Oh, it was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Was against Vile Goblins. Oh, okay. That was my only Vile win. Goblins ain't bad. It was a pretty good deck. Oh. Pretty good deck. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so... Throw yeah, back to this Throne of Eldraine card. This Throne of Eldraine. monstrosity. Uh, deafening Silence. For one white, it's an enchantment. Each player can't cast more than one non-creature spell each turn. So, <laughs> all right. So there's a there's this is terrible. <laughs> so this not, kills Phoenix. Like this, like Phoenix is already dead. Wow, Phoenix is already dead. Let's Come be real. Let's be real. <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix was on its deathbed. Yeah, I mean, you know they banned Phalos and they just. I'm gonna pick you know, up my place. Doctor at came in. Doctor place. came in. You know, this is this is what happened with Phoenix. You know, Phoenix was getting that new drug trial and everything. Things yeah. were going great, and the uh, the doctor came in and was like. Hey, uh, yeah, they pulled the drug trial. Uh, you, you can't get access to this anymore. What do you mean? Uh, I mean, you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no placebo. Well, no, there's a placebo. That there's came a out. very bad side effect in that Hoyak <laughs> guy, and uh, that's why they're pulling it. Um, so the Throne of Eldraine card. So like, there's, I mean, it's a white card, right? Yeah. So it's one white solid. Yeah, so that means yes. that you're probably bringing in any enchantment here right. if you already have it. Yeah. Against those kind of decks, and if you know. Keep a few things in mind. Like, a very creature-based deck would love to play that card. Yeah. Um, but, like, a deck, for example, like Boggles, would probably not play that card. Yeah. Because you can only attach one a turn. Yeah. Um, Infect would definitely not play that card. I know Infect yeah. has shifted over to white for... Um, um, Teferi? The, no, not Teferi. <laughs> Although I have seen a couple of Teferis. Yeah. Um, the Tom Giver Ross of Runes. Giver of Runes. Giver of Runes, yeah. Um... You would never, you wouldn't catch Jeskai dead playing that card, nor no. Blue White. Um, so there's not a terribly large amount of decks that will deal with it. It's the decks. The issue is, it's the decks that Burn already has a problem with. It. Exactly. We'll probably adopt this card. Yes. So you know, sometimes you can either choose to 
make your good matchups even better. Yeah. Make your 50-50s, uh, you know, try to turn your 50-50s to your advantage, or try to turn your losing matchups into 50-50s. Yeah. This will make it harder to turn those particular losing matchups into your 50-50s. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's still going to be doable, cause, but it's it's not going to be easy. Is it? Is there a universe where wizards comes to their senses and gives us a smash to smithereens for enchantments? So... <laughs> God no. Do you think that would be too good? Um, yeah, actually no. They've printed it. It's called Destructive Revelry. Oh, that was the other green card. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks green, for okay, okay. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Green, red, uh, two damage target artifact or enchantment. Um, do you see this card? If you had to put on your, <laughs> I guess not tinfoil hat. If you could look in, if you project into the future, what you're thinking. So you're basically asking me if I have 2020 vision. Yeah. Because next year. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you think this card becomes such a problem that we adopt, we go back to a Naya, a Naya build as opposed, just to be able to deal with that enchantment? Or do you think we stick red-white, go with the wear tears, and just go with that? Or do you think that extra three point of damage with the destruction is where we should be at? Like, if you had to project, because it, it's a common. It's a very good question. The, it's a common. It's a common? It's not even uncommon? I don't even think, I don't think it's uncommon. I think it's common. I'm going to double check that while, while okay. you... Um, so, there's something to be said for the fact that Stoneforge decks will have access to this card. Yes. There's definitely something to be said for that. Um, it, this card will become a problem if majority white decks are beginning to take over the meta. Yeah. If you're not seeing Jund or Grixis Death Shadow and you're seeing these Stoneforge decks yeah. really start to become the top dog and you're seeing more of this card, then yes, there will probably be some adjustment. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if no particular deck takes over the meta... Nah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Remember how wide open modern is as a format. I yeah. mean, modern modern's a format. Modern is a great format because you can play pretty much whatever you want and win some games. Yeah. You know, you just you know, it's all based on the your gotcha. like, yeah. yeah, it's it's all based on your skill and how much you know the deck. Yeah. A lot of modern is knowing your deck and then kind of and then another portion is knowing your opponent's deck. Yeah. It is an uncommon. So I, okay. I, okay. I that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. Sorry. It's um, just so yeah. Uh, in short, if Stoneforge and predominantly white decks that aren't casting a bunch of non-creature spells that aren't, you know, tempo-based decks, yeah. are uh, playing this card and they begin to take over the meta, then yes. Are um, we sure that blue white doesn't want to play this? Because blue white, think about it. If I'm playing, if I'm playing any spell-heavy deck, it says one non-creature per turn. That means every one of their counters. Ends my turn essentially. That isn't uh, that isn't a creature. So like, I go to play this lightning bolt to hit their snapcaster mage or something for a, they they go no nah, logic not. They've used their one turn on their mm -hmm. turn like they want to. My turn's over because that's all I could have, that's all I could have done. They untap. They're playing a celestial colonnade past the turn because well, now they're hands full of counters. Well, so they can't. Well, their hands aren't necessarily full of counters. So if you're on your turn and they counter your spell while it's on your turn, um, they can't like play end of turn opt. They yeah. can't do anything like fancy at the end of the turn, like cryptic command something. And on their turn, that means they can't play like serum visions or something. Yeah. Because you can just go, all right, end of your turn, Boros charm you or bolt you or he yeah. you, and they're like, well, I can't counter it because I decided to cast the serum visions. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't imagine that happening. Um, that also means that. You know, when Eidolon comes down, Eidolon's very, very good. That means they can't, like, Celestial Burgeon or Path it and do anything else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that's been the biggest concern, like, me and my me and Twitterless Frank have mm -hmm. talked about. And 
and Sean was there too, but I know Twitterless Frank has like a big argument about Stoneforge going into the control decks mm-hmm. because it's basically if they late game the the Stoneforge and they get to untap with it, or if they if they're able to Stoneforge find whatever they want, whether it be Batter Skull, Fire and Ice, whatever mm-hmm. it is, and they at least have one counter up to, to protect that Stoneforge. Mm-hmm. After that, it's it's really tough to to get beyond them because it's costing two mana to drop whatever it is into play. And then all of a sudden, you know, they've got, you know, their cryptic commands or logic right. knots, whatever they have. It, it's just so I'm I'm think I'm looking at this card and thinking like, son of a bitch. Cause well, the, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, to like, get there, to get there, they have to do a couple of things. Yeah. First of all, you have to have no cards in your hand as a burn player. Yeah. Uh, against control, you generally don't want that too much, and I'll explain why in a minute. Um, number two, they have to get to that deep in the game. Yeah. Um, and live so. You know, kudos to them if they're able to do that. Yeah. Um, so, like I was saying, uh, I referenced this earlier about um, how burn uh, plays into the late game and the mid game and stuff like that. This has yeah. generally been my rule of thumb. I've played the deck for like five years. I've played this deck in a lot of large tournaments. I've day two a couple of them. Yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. So it's like I, I feel like I know what I'm talking about, but I'm not. I'm no expert. I'm no, you know, John Whetstone or Collins <laughs> Mullen or you know, um, what was his name who. Uh, who came in second? I, his name uh, always escapes me. <laughs> um, uh, Dylan Donigan, yeah, I put some respect on yeah. him. He's a very, very good player. Oh man, um, I hope he caught his flight. <laughs> yeah, same. So, here's how I see work: turns one through five. Yeah. Sometimes turn six. You are trying to win the game as fast as possible. If yeah. your opponent, if you get to turn seven and your opponent is still alive, your chance of winning drastically goes down. Yeah. Between turns seven and fifteen. Yeah. If you haven't lost the game and you get to turn 16, your chances of winning drastically go up. <laughs> burn is kind of like, if you imagine it on one of those you know charts where everything's going up and down, yeah. Burn's like going up, going up, going up, turn 5 takes an absolute nosedive as you're yeah. heading into turns you know, 6 through 15, and then turn 16 up, it's coming back up. Yeah. Um, that mostly has to do with when you're playing against control, you want to cast... You know, you want to get all your spells in your hand and try to kill them as fast as possible. Yeah. But there's a certain point, and usually it happens around turn four, if they're not dead yet, yeah. where you can feel out if you're going to go into the late game. Yeah. That's when you cast a test spell, like, I'm going to cast my Lava Spike or um, my Griff Bolt's coming off of Suspend. Yeah. And they countered it, and they're at about, like, 12 life, and you've got, like, three cards in hand. That's the point in the game where you're going to go, where you're going to start playing Draw Go with them. Yeah. And you're going to try to amass as many lands as possible. And you are going to try to burn them out all at once. It's the strategy that you use against Death Shadow. Yeah. Um, there's And the strategy works very well against both decks. Uh, they're intrinsically different as... Um, they're intrinsically different because Death Shadow has the threat of, okay, I'm going to play my Gurma Angler, whereas uh, Blue White has the threat of, okay, I'm going to play this card that's going to gain life. Yeah. And then you have to answer it. Yeah, no, it's it's all about feeling out. Okay, we're gonna go, are we gonna play a drag out game, or are they just countering to try to get to like Lyra Dawnbringer or um, Bane Slayer Angel or something like that? Yeah, and I mean that's why you bring your paths. Uh, game but, two, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think one of the biggest issues that I um, am going to face as a player is um, because of Stoneforge. Now it's not really correct to side out your Searing Blazes, which means you don't have as much room to bring in your paths. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, sure, Searing Blaze is really, really good against Stoneforge. Um, it's not so good against uh, Lyra Dawnbringer and Baneslayer, you know? Yeah. Now, am I a terrible person because the first card I go to sideboard out is usually Eidolon of Grimer? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, certain matchups, it's it's 
the card you want to side out. Yeah. Because um, I just find myself either playing it turn two and almost locking myself out of the game sometimes. That's a problem. That just yeah. means you got to play a card a little bit. The only time, listen, my best story with Eidolon is I was playing eight, uh, eight rack. They were playing, um, what's the new Black Planeswalker from War of the Spark? Uh, the, uh, it starts with a D, I think. Which one? He's the one oh, that... The, the one discard? Yeah. Davriel. Davriel, that's it. Yeah, uh, the and, rack. The rack. Dude. So he was playing the rack with Davriel, and he looks at my hand, and I already have an Eidolon and the Great Revel out, and he looks at my hand, he sees a second Eidolon, and he sees a bunch of burn spells. He takes a burn spell. Mm-hmm. Next turn, I slam down the second you Eidolon. You. Congratulations, you killed yourself. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I, I put it out there, and I just let it go. He was at, by that point in the game, he, I think he was at 12. No, uh, what were you at? Do you remember? I think I, I was probably at 16. Because I hadn't been taking damage from the rack yet. Well, the good news is you can kill the Davriel. Yes. Uh, so that's, it, that's, that's like he priority didn't get number down. one. He played, he he started playing his spells. He wasn't. He didn't play his Liliana because I had a, a swing back. So even if he mm-hmm. had one sack. So everything, but everything that he was playing was for damage. Like right off the bat, yep. and he just and he had no choice. He was either that yep. or he's going to die to the beatdown. Yep. And after the game was over, he's like, "I didn't take the idol because he had thought seized me. Oh, he's like, I didn't, I, I didn't take the idol on because I didn't think you were going to play a second idol on because you wouldn't be able to play the Some game." Some scenarios you would love to play. And I was like, on. "You have completely overestimated me as a player." No, <laughs> you made the right move there. <laughs> Because I, I see double idol on it, and I'm reason, like... The reason why I say congratulations, you're dead, is because I thought this was going to take the turn of, this is my tragic story. <laughs> um, no, there's there's a lot of times where you know, double idol on's like quite yeah. good. And I was hoping you would play the Liliana, because I don't even necessarily know if I... I probably, honestly, I probably kill it as soon as I can. But if he plays the thing, it get, basically gives me two turns... Where he's taking care of my own eidolons to where I'm building my hand. But if he goes from twelve, to, if he goes from twelve to eight, doesn't have the answer for the other eidolon. You had burn spells in your hand. You're just gonna kill him. Exactly, and that and that's exactly what wound up happening. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I got there, but you know, but cards yeah, he, he was just like I, I, I didn't think you were gonna play double eidolon. Cards like, great. Sometimes cards bad yes. uh, against any creature based matchup against humans. It's like really really bad. Yes. Um, <laughs> I've had it win me games uh, against humans game one. Yeah. Uh, only if they don't start out with an Aether Vial, but other than that, you're going to sign it out against any go-wide matchup. Yeah. It's bad against, like... It's bad against most of the tribal decks, if not all of them. Yeah. Um, it's hit or it's, miss. It's hit or miss against Scapeshift at times. I like it on the play. I don't really like it too much on the draw. Um, against Affinity, it's okay. It's fine on the play. It's not great on the draw. Um, against Jund, a lot of players will keep it in. Yeah. Um, because they are forced to remove it. It makes Tarmogoyf a little bit bigger. Sometimes I take it out on the draw, depending on what I want to bring in. Um, I've got a lot I of cards. I got a lot of cards to bring in against Jund. Hell, I even bring an exquisite firecraft against Jund. Yeah. When you're in the top deck more, it's just another good burn spell. Yeah, it does for damage. I have a really good record against. Sometimes them. takes care of Goyf if it's, if it's small enough. Yeah, it's not always going to be small enough, but if it's small enough, it'll take care. Yeah, you can take care of business. You know, um, they can. It's another card that can hit uh, scavengers before it runs away with the game. Yeah, and before it becomes unkillable. But, you know, mostly it's there my because, favorite thing is when mostly I, it's there because you're out of cards in your top deck and you're like, oh, this is Firecraft game. Yeah. God, your Liliana is very useful here. The, the only time I've ever felt good about it, uh, suspending a Rift Bolt and them tapping out for their scavenging use, and I go, yes, kill the scavenging use. No, you're like, mm, okay, yeah, sure, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, I love that, I love all the cute plays you can do with suspending Rift Bolts. My favorite thing to do 
is playing against Death Shadow, and you go to Suspend a Rift Bolt right before the turn before you're going to cast all your spells. Yeah. So you go Suspend a Rift Bolt, all right, end of their turn, cast a spell, upkeep, Rift Bolt, hit you with everything, and if you don't win the game there, you're probably going to lose. Yes. Yes. I think the I think I've lost before I... Because MTGO is just the worst when it comes to shuffling your cards. Mm-hmm. So I was at turn three. MTGO Scrybug, baby. They had one... They had a 1-1 one, one Death Shadow, and I suspended three Rift Bolts. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Okay, that's nine damage. They're at eleven. I can do this. I was top decking, and I had three suspended. They only had the death shadow. So I yes. They only had. Oh no! You got to aim on the So and I didn't handle the death shadow because I was like, this next card has to be a burn spell, and I win. It doesn't have to be a burn spell. I hit them with the first one. They go okay. Mm -hmm. I hit them with the second one. They're like, okay. So they've taken six of their their five. So what does Mm -hmm. that make? Death shadow. That makes Death Shadow an 8-8. That makes Death Shadow an 8-8. The third one comes across Stubborn Denial, <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. And then... That's exactly why you I draw my card. <laughs> it's a freaking land. Yep, that's exactly and why I go, you would do that. And then well, I think dead. to myself, why didn't I just kill the Death yep. Shadow? And then, yeah, the next time... the I pass the turn to Mere Battle Rage. You'll never make that mistake again. No, 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 no. And that's, and that's why I, like, struggle all the time with... Do I... I know it's not always a bird, but do you bolt the bird? And, like, I always struggle with that yeah, decision. Um, and, and again, because I mentioned earlier that uh, your removal... Your your way to win the game doubles as your removal spells. Yeah. Um. So, you know, one, one wrong aim and you can lose. Yeah. Oh, man. So... Real quick, a little fantasy uh, fantasy deck building here. So first off, let me tell you about Wizard Burn. So Wizard Burn, I'm using um, the one one changeling from Modern Masters because I can't afford Dreadhorde Arcanist right now. Is it, which the, so, the artifact? Just, yeah. So it's a one one. Yeah. So I mean, it, I'm going deep here. It does. It does turn on uh, Wizards Lightning. And that's what I'm. That's uh, pretty good actually. So I'm I'm using that. I'm using uh, Soulscar Mage. Mm-hmm. And there's are there any white wizards there? Because you could play um, you could play the the one that we were talking about earlier, the uh, changeling, the um, unsettled mariner. If there's any white uh, wizards, well, is that white is, blue? Yeah. 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 Are you playing? Are you playing mono red? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I didn't tell you about this yet. So. Oh. Okay. So I wanted to do dreadhorde butcher or dreadhorde arcanist, soulscar mage, and uh, the one one changeling. <laughs> no, no, the one one changeling's fodder. So there's yeah. a two there's a two drop one one when it comes into play choose a creature type, uh, creature so it becomes that creature type so I would name wizard. I would hope so. W- wizards that enter the battlefield enter with an additional plus one plus one. Oh um, what's that card? Automated. It's the artifact, right? Yeah. It's a, um, metallic mimic. Yes, that's it. Yeah, it's a two one. It's a two one. So. Number one, bringing that out before bringing out Dreadhorde Arcanist. Like, if I'm in Christmas land, it come, it makes Dreadhorde Arcanist a 2-3. So that means it's, when it attacks, I can hit him with my lightning helixes. Yep. And it, it just you gets get a little better. so much more. Yes. So I'm running that, the Changeling, right now in Soulscar Mage. That's pretty good. It's a slower deck, but when I tell you that I've been able to grind more on MTGO. It seems like a very grindy deck. Yeah, like, it's just... And the fact that Wizard's Lightning... Like, I I love Scare the Critics, but the fact that it's a sorcery bugs the shit out of me. Oh, absolutely. And I get it. Absolutely. I know why, but it just bugs the shit out of me. God, if that... Imagine if that card was an instant. Oh, 
Because it's and it's if they take damage, it would just be a better wizard's light. You know, yeah, yeah, like it, oh, so good. But anyway, like that's that's what I was doing. We can dream. Yeah. Um, one card I wanted to ask you about that. I can't tell you how many times I've drawn into a card, and I'd much rather have a card that's already in my graveyard than the card that I've drawn. Um, what is it? Regrowth? No, no, no. It's uh, the green Phyrexian mana. Oh, um, shoot. I remember this card name. Um, I can't think of it. I can my picture name. it in my head. Um, oh, man. What is it? It puts the card back on top of your deck. At instant speed At instant for two speed. lives. Um, oh, God. Hold on. <laughs> it's a, it's it's a gonna green instant. Me. I should remember Phyrexian this. mana, one CMC. Oh, it's not regrowth. No. It's, it's not something regrowth. I almost said rampant regrowth. That is no, not that it. That is not it either. Oh, a Noxious Revival. Noxious Revival. Is that a card where two life would be worth something from my graveyard? I mean, two life, if you had a, if you had a card that said pay two life, bring something from my graveyard onto the top of my deck, that'd be pretty good. The problem is, that's a one-time use card. Yeah. So if there was an enchantment that said that, you're probably yeah. I don't even know if it would see that much play. But, you know, it's, it's not bad. Um, but Noxious Revival and, like, Burn, that's probably a negative. Yeah. That's probably... Because I'm thinking... Because my thought process is I'm drawing the... I'm, I'm top-decking into a, into a Noxious Revival, so, and I'm going... Right, so what are you cutting for? You cutting a Burn Spell? Absolutely not. No. Cutting no, a land, no, you're no, on no. 17, dude. Yeah, well, that's got to change. That's really got to change. Yeah, no. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't cut, I wouldn't cut a card and Burn for it, I don't think. Yeah, because I—I mean, I'm just trying to. Because like you said, don't get it right away. Now, if it said, if it said. Well, I'm talking end step because yeah. it's an instant. Well, even well, no, even then, because like then it's a bad topic. Because you can't be like, okay, I'll just get it back immediately. Yeah. Like, it's a really bad topic. It's because I'm I'm just thinking of if like to, it's a fifth it's a fifth it copy if, of something. So good. the only way that that card would be good, like the only way that card's good, is if you bring something, put it on the top of your deck, and then crack a canopy land. Here's the problem. That re- now that requires Two the investment of the canopy land. Yep. So the mana used to do it, and the canopy land, and two life, and a card you just drew for turn. Yeah. It's four things already to put the card back in your hands, and you haven't even cast used mana to cast that spell. Yeah. That is too many resources for just trying to do for just trying to put a lava spike on the top of your deck. Yeah. <laughs> it would never be lava just spike. Draw. It would always be lightning bolt. Just draw. Just be better. <laughs> all right. Be better. Get, get, good. get good. Scope. Get good. Get good. Oh, shit. Oh. Do you have any? Uh, so, believe it or not, I know you didn't think we could fill it, but we are at an hour and five minutes that is talking about burn. That is excellent. I love I it. I didn't think we'd be able to oh, get this far. I love it. Um, you ever even, see that meme of uh, Plankton from SpongeBob? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> um, so, before we wrap it up, do you have any great burn stories? Oh, I've God. got. I've got one I've specifically Go ahead. that I I don't want to talk about too loud because the person who it happened against is behind the counter. Well, who did it happen against? Uh, gentleman blonde hair. Oh 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 Matt Matt yeah. oh Matt. Yeah. So he was playing John. Uh-huh. Um, playing burn. I I lava spike him. So number one, as his upkeep, he sacks his fulminator mage, hits my one white source. Yep. So I, I'm, I'm he's a very on, good player. Yes. I, I have two mountains. Mm-hmm. Draw my card. It's a light up the stage, and I've already got a lava spike in my hand. Mm-hmm. He is at six life. Oh my god! So oh no, this is what this happened. Is going. 
or I want to say that I had two land. I may have had I may have I had three land, and he just hit my white source. So I was at four land. This okay. rarely happens. Okay, so, so you're down to three lands. I'm down to three three mountains. Yep, three I'm mountains. Down. Three I mountains in a dream. Tap one mountain. I spike him. I'm sorry. Let oh, me correct oh, myself. Oh, okay. I do have one other sacred foundry. Okay. It's in your yes, hand, right have, on the field? Yeah, so I have a sacred foundry okay. and two mountains. Okay. I tap my mountain yep. and I lava spike him. Yep, he's a three. Boom. Turns on spectacle. Yep. I tap my sacred foundry. Play light up the stage. No! First card I flip over, he's at three life. Lightning healer. Lightning healer's the second card. An arid mesa. And, you go and I did my basic planes. Yeah. Oh my god! Hit him, and oh. he scooped up his cards. Oh and it's the first time I've ever heard a Jun player say like, "I, I just, I can't beat Burn." Like that, just like I guess he had a problem. I, with I, it. I play, I play against him a lot. But the fact that I misplayed and that? still because I, I flipped over the thing, god. and my buddy Twitterless Frank is sitting right next to me, and I go, "I just tapped my last white source." After I flipped over the helix, and I was like, oh, boom, and I see the Arid Mesa, and it takes Never me a full five me. seconds like, to click, oh, and I go, I didn't play land this turn. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, sometimes sometimes you do not get punished. <laughs> like, if that was an inspiring vantage, you lose. I, I, uh, no, he, oh, and that was the thing. He had two big Tarmogoyfs on the field. Like, if I, it needed to be that turn, or I was dead. Period. Yeah. I think I was at eight life. He had four fives on the battlefield. Nothing I can do about it. Ren and six is a ridiculous card. By card's the way. insane. Ugh. Do you have any like? I've got a lot of I've got a lot of stories. I'll try to go with um. So I'll try to go with like my favorites. I'm gonna go with one that I did recently though. Uh, so you know that really janky hammer deck that's yes. going around. Yeah, with cigar so, aid. And, yeah, 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 yeah. So hammer time. <laughs> going yeah, going into game three against my opponent. Uh, I think his I think his build is just guy. It might have just been red white. Okay. Um. So you know you bring in you bring in your deflecting palms. Yeah. Um, Eidolon's a really really good card in this matchup yep. in particular. Everything's um, under so two. So my my opening hand is, you know, I've got a deflecting palm, I've got an Eidolon, I've got a Goblin Guide, I've got a Rift Bolt, and I've got like two other I've got you know lands and I think like one other spell. Yeah. So my opponent goes uh, pregame effects leyline. I'm like hmm, all right this is bad. Yeah. So I'm on the play. Um so. And one of my spectators watching the game, this guy named Tom, he's a really cool guy. Yeah. Uh, he flipped out on me for this at the end of the game. <laughs> I went and turn one suspender full pass. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Okay. So I went and turn one suspender full pass in the hopes that he would not play his creature on turn one. Um, because So if, if he plays his creature on turn one, I literally kill his creature for free. Yeah. I play Eidolon. Eidolon runs away with the game. Um, and then if he ever recovers, I've got the flip on the finisher. Yeah. If if he has to wait a turn and does literally nothing, not even a cigar to aid. Yeah. That means I can I'll take three damage, or whatever. I'll play my idol on it, and now he's got to take two damage off of playing his guy, two damage off of cigar to aid. Yeah. And then and then that's all he can do. He has to wait till the very next turn. Yeah. So then I can so he would be at sixteen you know, if he doesn't shock or anything like that. I swing and put him to fourteen. Yep. He can then play the hammer. He goes to twelve. And now my palms up. He'll swing, I'll palm, he'll go to one, yep. and then he's dead to literally any spell or the goblin guide that I have in my hand. Yeah. And I can just go goblin guide, now I have two creatures swing. Yeah. Um, 
That's some next level yeah. thing because you wouldn't now, think that. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't think that. Now I could have went. I could have just played the Goblin Guide. The Goblin Guide is technically the same amount of damage. It puts him to eighteen on turn one. Yeah. Um, and if he plays his guy, I'm more inclined to stay back and block. Yeah. But because I want to play my Eidolon because my spells are not going to be able to touch him because he's got Leyline of Sanctity. Yeah. So I have to get creative with how I'm going to kill him, and Eidolon is one of the cards that does that job. Um, yeah. So both lines could have worked. I liked my line a little bit more because they're requiring a lot more creativity, <laughs> of course. And of course, um, your opponent's probably looking like, uh, okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> seriously. Like, people were looking at me like, you are crazy. Yeah. And I explained the story and people were like, oh, I kind of get it. Tom yeah. still doesn't get it, but Listen, that's I, fine. I had to be ad nauseum by bolting myself to bring my swift spear up to oh, kill God, somebody. Oh, God, yeah. I've, I mean, I've done that against... It's the worst. Like, I've done that against Scapeshift. You know, like, they went like turn zero ley line and I was like... This was uh, back with um, this was back with Anaya. Yeah. So I had Wild McConnells. I had um, uh, a Tarkus Command. Yeah. So I'm just sitting here like, all right, I'll Tarkus Command. I'll deal three to you because it gets around Leyline. I'll yeah. pump my team. I'll Lava Spike myself. My Swiss Spears get bigger. I'll, you know, Boros Charm give one of them double strike. Yeah. Because Boros Charm has alternate modes. Yep. And Gotta I love those and options. I and I killed somebody that way. Um, I believe in the same tournament actually. Uh, it was my winning in for day two. I started out five and zero, and then I was sitting there at uh, six and two. Yeah, uh, we went from five and zero to five and two, and then I'm like, all right, well, I still want to try to make day two. <laughs> so I play against the mirror. Yeah, I'm like, all right, this is gonna be great. You know, <laughs> this will be quick. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be fine. So my opponent is. So I've got a, I've got a, a stomping ground, and a, um, I've got a stomping ground, a mountain. I've got two lands in my hand. Um, I've got two mountains in this topic. I'm sorry. Two lands in hand. My opponent's at 10. My hand is Boros Charm, Boros Charm, Atarkas Command, and two lands. <laughs> I've got no white sources. Oh. I killed him. You know how? How? End of turn, Atarkas Command. Deal three, you put a land for my hand on the battlefield. Okay. Put my Air Mason into play. Fetch my Air Mason. Uh. Get my Sacred Foundry tapped. My turn, untapped, shocks. Well, he's at, he's at 7 now. Yeah. Or no, he was at 11, I'm sorry. So he's exactly 8. Yeah. This is exactly the literal line. I'm like, shock myself, bore, strum me twice, kill you. Jeez. And he's like, yeah, you got it. I went from zero white sources and him being at 11 to two white sources and he is dead. <laughs> That's uh, definitely one of, my, one of my favorite moments. That's the thing. Like, with Burn, my experience with Burn is the feel goods feel so good. The feel bads can feel kind of bad. Make me skip weeks most of the time. I mean, like one of my feel bads. I was playing against Todd Anderson at a uh, SCG Open. Yeah, or it might have been a classic. I think this was actually a classic. And um, he uh, he was playing Reanimator, and yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. So, uh, I've got a bunch of sideboard stuff. I got my relics. Yeah, I got my graphics. <laughs> we're, we're we're probably fine. I just threw the breach deck too. Yeah. Um, you know, game two, I beat him by landing a bridge, and he didn't have an answer for it. Yeah. Um, game three. Uh, I have my Sacred Foundry, my Stomping Ground, and my Mountain. Now, side note, uh, my deck was fully foiled. Expeditions and everything. <laughs> uh, I loved this thing so much. Uh. And this was actually one of the reasons why I ended up selling it. Um, so I played my I played my Swiss Spear, and I played the spell, and I tapped my Sacred Foundry. I had a path in my hand. Yeah. Uh, so I swing, I pass the turn to him. So he's at three lands. Yeah. I'm like, all right. This is fine. So he goes, uh, land number four. Simeon Spirit Guide through the breach. And I'm like, well, if it's an Emrakul, I don't feel too bad. Yeah. If it's a Gristlebrand, 
I might just kill myself. <laughs> and it was a gristle brand. Oh. And I looked at him and I went, I tap my sacred foundry and I have the path in my hand. And he looks at me and he goes, well, that's what you get for playing Badlands. <laughs> I then sold the deck shortly after. I went on a pretty bad loss streak and tilted out. Uh, um, and I was absolutely crushed. Oh, um, man. So that is my really sad story. But I mean, I've had a lot of a lot of good stories with this. Yeah. Like a lot of uh, crazy stuff. I had a uh, all my all my I had a scenario. Bands. I had a scenario with um with one of my friends where I deflected and palmed his spell. I was playing burn. Yeah. Here. Yeah, I deflected and palmed his spell. Um, uh, he casted a spell in response. And we had a lot of mana at this point. Yeah. I casted a spell in response. Yeah. And then he deflecting palmed my spell on that was that was the yeah. most recent one. So that was going that deflecting palm was going to kill me. Yeah. Strategically left the last card in my hand as Skullcrack. That's what Skullcrack does, right? Yep. Damage can't be prevented. There you go. Skullcrack. Okay, I'll see. He was at like six or something. He's like, all right, I'll take three. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take three more because you know, your fucking mom doesn't block it anymore. Yeah. Like, Wait, what? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, um, Skullcrack is just a really, really fun card with like protection yeah. and stuff like that. And I uh, just... I'll swing with my I'll swing with my guide into your clearly protected guy. Skullcrack. All right, cool. Um, I'll take. I'll I'll gain a life off of Core Firewalker, and I'll take three. And your guide's dead. I'm like, yeah, your Core Firewalker's dead too. And he's like, what? And I'm like. Oh, this is how protection works, friend. I'm yeah, sorry. Oh, I, didn't that's, to tell you. I didn't even think of that. That's that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, that's, that's really good. good. Um, I once had I once played four Eidolons against Infect. Don't do one of them. Only one of them died. I had three of them. I had one of them. I had three of them on the field. One of them in the yard. I'm just like thinking of the math, like laying three yeah, out. It's two, four. Yeah, you're just dead. Yeah. You're not winning that game. Uh, sorry. Stop printing Infect yeah. cards. I have a bunch of other stories that I'm probably not going to be able to remember off the top of my head. It's just. Oh, my personal well, favorite. My personal favorite is the Atarkus Command Forest one. I'm gonna. We're we're definitely gonna dive in. We're, there's gotta be a, a follow up podcast where we just talk about feel goods and feel bads. Absolutely. We're gonna wrap this one up right now. Yeah, it's been going on a little while. It was fun. It was really fun. <laughs> just because the store's for, closing, yeah, I just absolutely. <laughs> thank you for having me on. I really really appreciate. Thank it. It you for being on. This oh, is of course. Like I I was scrambling and like I said, you talked to me about like you've talked me off a ledge with Burn because I've. Just been having such I a love, bad time, but I, I gotta get up. About the deck because uh, I mean, because people, people think, think it's there's RD- no play to it. Yes, yes you people, were just about to say that. People, people think, think there's it's no RDW. play to it. Yeah, no, it's there's there's so much play to the deck. Yeah, that you won't be able to understand unless you play in the deck. Yeah. I'm not trying to go all Rick and Morty and be like, oh, you need a higher IQ to understand this. Deck. No, 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 no. But you know, it's a deck that anybody can pick up. But you have to have a skill set. But in order to play it at a high level, yeah, there's you know there's a skill ceiling to it. There actually is. Damn it, I'm gonna get there no matter what Throne of Eldraine wants me to do. Hey man, listen, listen. If Ash Ketchum can finally win a Pokemon League, I have hope that I can win an SCG Open. I can't believe that. The fact that that's been on my newsfeed more than more than once. But anyway. We're going to wrap up the show. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at 5CFMTG. Follow me on Twitter at Fizilla. You can find Sean at SeanXFury. If you want to talk to Frank, you're going to have to use hashtag Twitter to Frank. One of us will get to you. <laughs> that's so uh, funny. John, you can follow him at XTheMadRussian. Oh, yeah. That's an old Twitter <laughs> handle, but I still he, use it. it. Hey, you know, maybe, maybe throw him a few, few follows. Maybe oh, he'll start, do, you man. know. Maybe we yeah, can get a hashtag burn it down uh, segment from so. him every once in a while. I hope so. But uh, this has been a lot of fun. I can't believe time. we filled almost an hour and a half with burn. Yeah, uh, no, that's kind of surprising. Okay. Didn't think we'd be able to do that. <laughs> and uh, thanks again to the comic book store. Again, that's 30 North Main Street in Glassboro, New Jersey. 
It's where you can find us most Fridays. Uh, you can find John on Monday. Apparently, yep. it's a pretty competitive scene yes, on Monday. Absolutely. Uh, and the people who so work I'm here. So I'm gonna stay away for a little bit. <laughs> the people who work here are absolutely great. They're some of the greatest people I've ever met. Definitely. They probably don't like us too much right now, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take a bow. Take a bow, Matt. But yes, uh, so that does it for the for the burn the the burn episode. And uh, listen, burn is fun when you're playing it, not when you pee. So have a great <laughs> night. Google, <laughs> hey Alexa, stop podcast. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>